Hello, and welcome to the Built Different Podcast with Zach Clinton. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. While there, you can join in the conversation about this show. Just search for Built Different Podcast in your internet browser. Here now is your host, Zach Clinton, on this edition of the Built Different Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to this edition of the Built Different Podcast. I'll be your host, Zach Clinton. Man, I hope you guys had a blessed weekend. I hope you guys are having a great start to the week. You guys are rolling. You guys are working hard. You're pushing yourselves, and you're living just a built different life. You guys, we got another great episode for you today, and it's all going to be built around what it means to be a good coach and really just all around that whole concept of the influence and the impact that a coach can have on a kid's life. You know, Billy Graham, he once said that a coach can have more impact in one year than what he believes almost anyone else can have in a lifetime. And I truly believe that in my own life personally, when I think of all the coaches that I've had throughout my life, you know, starting out when I was a kid, going from um, my best friend's dad, Coach Andy Barrick, uh, my own dad, first and foremost, my favorite coach of all time is my dad. Um, when I think of Frank Rocco, when I think of Mike Morris, when I think of Randy Tomlin, when I think of Josh Hall, when I think of Jim Toman, Garrett Quinn, um, so many names, Scott Jackson, Bryant Gaines, I mean, Jeff Platt, all of these names really ring a bell and stick out to me personally because they all pushed me. And I think what I love and appreciate the most about them is they were tough, man. They were so tough on me. And in the moment, sometimes I didn't get it. Um, it was frustrating um, to sometimes, you know, maybe get chewed out, to get pushed harder than I would have liked to have been. But I look back now and, man, I can't thank them enough for the impact that they've had on me and how they instilled discipline into my life and how they instilled character qualities that go far beyond sports. They actually are tangible in what we call life today. And I think there are truly two different types of coaches. My dad talks about it all the time. He always says there's recruiter coaches who are really in it for themselves. They can recruit and they can see talent, but they don't know how to develop it. And then there's the player coaches. And these player coaches are the coaches. These are the guys that I'm talking about today. This is the man that I get to interview. He's a player coach because he understands what it means to really dive into the player's world. He understands that it's not about him as a coach. It's not about the contract or the money that he's bringing in. But at the end of the day, it's all about the kids. It's all about the players. It's all about the athletes. It's all about pouring into and investing in their life because it's so much more than a game, so much more than any sport or athletic competition. It's about growing and developing true champions, men and women who are truly built different for Christ. And I think when I think of the coaches that I've had, you know, they got that because they pushed us on the court far more than preparing us for any game. But they were pushing us because they wanted us to know how to overcome adversity. They wanted us how to know how to push in and press into relationships and, and form teamwork and be a good teammate. I mean, they knew the things that we didn't know because they had experienced more life. They had experienced more hardships. And that's what they try to instill within us. I just feel like there's a lot of people out there today who they have all these great dreams and visions and aspirations, but man, they don't have the grind for it. 
A coach to me is somebody that can instill within somebody the potential that someone wouldn't even see within themselves. That's really what a coach can do. They can truly make or break someone's life. They can truly make or break someone's career. They can truly make or break someone's passion and love for the game and love for sports. And I'm telling you, I was so blessed and fortunate to have had some of the best coaches, I think, that truly walk this earth. Um, And all those guys that I mentioned earlier, I'm so thankful for each and every one of you, specifically my dad. You know, my dad is somebody that taught me growing up what it meant to show up um, all the time, to be there consistently. He showed me that it's, it's so much more my identity wasn't found in the game. It was found in who I was as a man in Christ. It was found in my faith, um, found through family, found through friends. I'm just so thankful that he pushed me, too, to be my very best, and he believed in me. A coach is someone who can believe in someone even when they don't believe in themselves. I can't say that enough. So you guys, without further ado, I'm going to introduce our guest for today. His name is Coach Ronnie Gage. Coach Ronnie was someone who is Texas high school football's one of their winningest coaches of all time. And if you know Texas high school football, that's the real deal stuff. Well, this man has won more games than a lot of other coaches. Like I said, one of the top 100 Texas high school football coaches of all time. So you guys are going to hear some incredible stories You guys are going to hear an incredible testimony about Coach Ronnie Gage's upbringing himself and why the power of a coach really resonated personally and intimately with him and why he has chosen to live his life in being a coach to help mentor and to help really just pour into and breathe life and fight back into tons of other individuals along his journey and along his path as well. So without further ado, that interview with Coach Ronnie Gage will be coming up right after this short break. We'll be right back with more after this. It's no secret there's a beatdown on men, anything that's masculine. From the radical push to feminize men, to changing the core of what it means to be a man. But God made man for a purpose and a reason. When King David was on his deathbed, passing the baton of leadership to his son Solomon, there's a lot he could have said to him. But he told his son these words, be strong and show yourself a man. You know why? Because he knew what was ahead of him. And it's because men matter and they matter more than you know. It's time, really it's time to rise up. Some good news is that something is stirring. Something's happening all over the country and around the world. Men everywhere from every walk of life are stepping up and they're crying out, God, I want my life to count. I want to make a difference. I want to be all that you created me to be. You may feel as if everything is lost and that this is your darkest hour, but God loves to meet you in your brokenness. He loves to use those moments to remind you of his presence and his power, to send you running back to him for hope and strength. Hear me. God is there for you. And there is a remnant. There's an army. There's an uprising that's happening. Now is the time to show yourself a man and take it back. Order your copy of Take It Back by Dr. Tim Clinton and Max Davis at timclinton.com. Welcome back to the Built Different Podcast. Here's your host, Zach Clinton. Zach Clinton. 
Coach Gage, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Coach, this is exciting to be down in your home state of Texas and your stomping grounds here at NRB uh, for the media convention. Sir, the buzz and the excitement around here is very infectious, and it's a blessing just to have the opportunity to sit down with you to hear more about your story and your testimony and what's gotten you through life and your coaching career. But Coach Gage, just to begin, uh, you're one of Texas football's winningest coaches You've had countless winning seasons. You've won countless championships throughout your career. But your love for the game all started way back in the small town of Decatur, Texas. Coach, I've watched all the high school movies, right? Remember the Titans, Friday Night Lights. What was it like growing up in Decatur? Exactly like the movies. You know, you grew up in a town that athletics was important, football was important. Yeah. Uh, Friday nights, they closed the town down to go to, go to the game. And, uh Grew up as a young boy, and, and uh, I can still remember, you know, the smell of the cut grass, the streamers they used to put on the goalposts. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was just a, a great experience growing up. And uh, I lost my dad when I was 13 years old. Yeah. And uh, coaches, uh, uh, athletics, I should say, and coaches became my mentors. And mm. athletics became a place that was a safe place for me, a fun fun place for me. And and uh, it was always important to me. And uh, so uh, – uh, it kind of set the tone and set set the set the journey in place uh, mm-hmm. as far as what I wanted to do, and I knew at a young age I was going to coach. That that was it. I was gonna I was gonna do that, and and uh, uh, it goes back to my roots growing up as a young boy in Decatur. Yeah, I was gonna say you you mentioned losing your father at such a young age of thirteen, and obviously a father is such an integral role, especially in the life of a young man and a young boy growing up. And coach, how are your high school football coaches able to help you kind of maneuver and navigate your way through that that process of grieving and trying to find out like who you were as a man. Well, I, I think the one thing they did is is pro- provide direction. Uh, I don't know that they took any more special interest in me than any other person they had, but to me it felt like it. Yeah, and uh, it was a place where I was comfortable. It was a place where. Uh, you know, I was disciplined, I was taught, I was encouraged, uh, uh, I was motivated. You know, you start learning the disciplines of life about what I call the disciplines of life. And it's all those words I just mentioned, plus yeah. some, you know, uh, character, commitment, dedication, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, passion, love, faith, all those things, oh, yeah. you know. And you learn those growing up, and those are all things that aren't taught in the book. And, mm. and that's what they provided as a young boy growing up in athletics. And, and I think that's what... Uh, got me so interested because they just they they set such a comfortable atmosphere uh, mm. and, and I just knew that was something that I really wanted to do and I, I give them all the credit as far as as setting the tone hmm. that's incredible you're right setting the tone I think that's so important um, that a coach can do something like that and my dad always mentions to me right the power of showing up and being present in a child's life in a young man's life in a young woman's life who's coming up through and trying to really seek their identity and then being able to pour into you after losing your dad I'm sure was such an integral role into why you're the man you are today sitting in front of me well that, that was a, that was an important time and 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 that was about the same time I became a Christian it's the yeah. same time I accepted God and you know I can still remember the day that I, I stepped forward and, and that that urge that tug I mean that that mm. is so real people don't realize and it, mm. it's 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 hard to get up and take that step but once you do it's like a a stone's lifted off your back and mm. and, and so God became my stabilizer yeah. but coaches became my mentors and direction mm-hmm. and uh 
so it really worked out well for me. And, and uh, you know, I give my mom all the credit in the world. She raised four of us and did a tremendous job. But uh, I, I wouldn't be where I am today and I, the coaching end of it had it not been for the, the mentors and, and the men I had in my life growing up. Mm, that's powerful. I love that you said God was your stabilizer. Yes. And yes, the sir. other men, the coaches, were your mentors that helped you along the way. That's powerful, sir. One thing that I know we share in common is our passion for athletics and specifically the game of football. So I grew up playing high school football at Liberty Christian Academy mm-hmm. in Lynchburg, Virginia. And man, we had an absolute blast. Some of my very best friends I met along the way. Very exciting that I met those guys at such an early age. But coach, Athletics can be such a gift to kids, especially, right? They teach life lessons, character, integrity, faith, um, how to work as a team, how to persevere, how to fail. Coach, what is something that you would speak into the life of a young athlete right now who's maybe going through a tough time? Maybe they feel overlooked. They feel like they're not getting the playing time they think they deserve or they really want. What would you say to them about valuing the moment in the time that they're in? Well, you don't want to waste it. And I think, you know, growing up without a dad, one thing it's done for me as far as giving me strength is is maybe being sympathetic to the fact that some of these kids have problems and, and situations that, that that's tough to overcome. But at the same time, I don't let them use it as a crutch. I always encourage them to, to, to get themselves up off the ground and, and push them to go even harder uh, because it still comes down to making choices. And, and I think that's the one thing kids need to understand. You still have a choice what you want to do with your life. And athletics provides uh, – thousands of choices in yeah. directions you can go and and it's just what you said a while ago it teaches you so many values and characteristics and things that you can use throughout life and uh you know successful people you look at people that, that in athletics teams that win all the time there's mm-hmm. a reason for that That's right. people that are successful in business in life in in, in in whatever you know direction they choose to go there's a reason for that mm-hmm. and uh those are things that, that that are learned and instilled at a young age i don't think that just happens by chance so right. uh athletics just provides a, a format and, and uh, a, a way to to belong mm-hmm. uh uh, to learn, you know, uh, I used to joke if I could teach kids a, a strong work ethic and how to use common sense, I was going to quit and write a book. Well, I wrote a book anyway, but it's uh, I still hadn't figured out the common sense part. We're still working on that. But I, our kids worked hard and they played hard. That's right. They worked hard and they played hard. And like you said, it's all about choices, yes, right? Sir. They have to make those choices, and that's what athletic provides. I love that that way and reframing that. Coach, you were a 150-pound center and safety in high school football and you've noted that there really wasn't a demand for that at the next level right that's right (laughs) you're exactly right so then you still wanted to stay involved though in the game and you want to give back to a community that had given you so much you know I think of a quote Billy Graham once said a coach will impact more people in one year than the average person will in an entire lifetime coach Gage you coached football in the state of Texas for 42 years that's a ton of lives that you've been able to impact just under your teaching and leading. You know, sir, God has used you in this very unique way and propelled you, like I said, into not just a career path, but a life that was determined on influencing and investing in the younger generation. Where does that desire really burn inside you from? Zach, I think one thing you you just said is is God has has provided provided that opportunity. I think coaching is a calling. I, I I don't think... 
it's it's something you just jump in and do and, and if you you do you you're not going to be very good at it mm. you know it, it it takes a a lot of uh perseverance it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of commitment it takes a lot of passion mm-hmm. it takes a lot of love and and, yeah. and that's something i used to always try to uh uh, relay to my kids how much I love and appreciated what they did for us because mm. not every kid can go out there and do that day in and day out. That's right. My main motto that I preach to kids, I said it every day before they go in, it's okay to be the good guy. Mm. And uh, mm. that entails so many things. It's okay to have faith in God. It's okay right. to, to kiss your mom or to kiss your dad or hug your mom or hug your dad or, mm. or be good to your girlfriend or sit on the front front row in class and uh, teach your teacher, you know, respect right. your teachers, pick up a piece of trash. You can go a thousand directions with that right. and still be a great athlete and a leader. Mm. You know, it's okay to be the good guy. And so there's so many things that can be taught, and, and uh, I wasn't a big attitude guy. I, that was mm-hmm. one of my pet peeves. I, I don't oh, like yeah. attitude. I like kids that I like chemistry. Yeah. To me, the chemistry was the most important part of a team. Hmm. So uh, uh, it's just endless the things that you can teach and learn and, and do through athletics. And uh, hmm. uh, plus, the, the uh, you, you add the fact that you've got to learn to deal with the success and you got to learn to deal with the failures and that's the right. losses. And, and uh, that's a lesson in itself. That's right. And what I'm hearing from that is that you weren't just investing in the life of a football player. You were investing in the life of a man, right? An aspiring individual who wanted to become something more. It wasn't just about the game of football at this point. It was about life, teaching them character lessons, right? Being the good guy. Without a doubt. We, when they left our program, we wanted to be so much more than a, than a football player, than Love somebody that, that played, played the sport, whether it be football, basketball, whatever. We wanted them to, to, to be able to step out and – in, into society and, and, and be able to, to move forward, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the end-all uh, effect, but, it again, I think they get things that a lot of kids miss out on, uh, and that's what athletics provide. And uh, it's just important that you, you, you believe in what you do. And, mm-hmm. and, and, again, you have a passion for what you Find that's out right. what you love. Find that's out right. what you want to do. And it doesn't have to be football, basketball, or anything. Just find out what you love and put your heart and soul into it, you know, and work mm-hmm. at it. you got to work. you got to work. Uh, be loyal and, and, and be right. Uh, uh, those, are, those are all life lessons, and, and they're all taught. That's why I love athletics so much, because oh, yeah. all of this is taught in an athletic program. And uh, mm-hmm. so many school districts, I was fortunate, I grew up in a school district, that understood the importance of athletics mm-hmm. in the educational process. Yeah. There is a place, uh, and not all schools, you know, uh, commit to that. Mm-hmm. But, but I was lucky. I was in a lot of places that, that did, and and we were able to do things and teach things, and, and uh, uh, hopefully we helped a lot of kids along the way. I believe you did, sir. Just hearing you talk, it makes me just have a, a growing appreciation for the coaches that have invested into me in my life because I played three sports in high school, played football, and then straight into basketball season, and then straight into baseball season, and I played baseball spring and summer, and then had the opportunity to play baseball at Liberty University at the collegiate level. So there's a lot of people that invested in me, and I didn't really – you love your coaches, you appreciate them, but you don't understand the appreciation until I got to have an opportunity to go coach. And what you said just a few minutes ago, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of love. It's a lot of passion. It's so many things that you look back on. It's like, man, that dude gave everything and every ounce of energy he had to pour into me. So it just takes that appreciation to the next level. So, Coach, just so thankful for what you do and the way you've impacted so many lives. But I want to 
jump over here to a very unique moment in your coaching career as you got to coach a very unique player. Um, this player had the tenacity and the dedication that you've been talking about throughout this entire interview, and his name was Emmett or Tom Thompson. He joined the Austin College football team as a 59-year-old kicker. <laughs> Coach, what in the world was possibly going through your head in a moment like that? I, I thought this guy was crazy. I, 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 I really did. And, and, and I told you before the show that uh, I kept waiting for the camera to come around the door. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, but the more we talked, the more serious I, I really figured he was. And I, I wanted to make sure, first of all, he wasn't, didn't have an agenda. There was, you know, right. Friday light, night lights, the book had come out at that time. And, <laughs> you, you know, you worry about, you know, things that, that's going to give you a black eye or a negative uh, atonement. But uh, he, uh, he was real and sincere, and he did have some eligibility and got the AD involved and went through the NCAA and got him a year. And, and uh, so we let him come out, and, and, and he wanted to kick, and he kind of taught himself how to kick. Yeah. Now, uh, I wish I could sit here and say, man, he was a, a great athlete and, and uh, you know, really was a, a, a big factor. But, you know, Tom, he, he stayed in the training room some, and he worked hard <laughs> at his kicking, and he got better. But, yeah. you know, he wasn't, wasn't a great athlete by any means, but he was persistent, and he stayed mm. with it. And, and so the last game of the last, last year I was there, the last, last game he played in, uh, we let him go in and kick the extra point, and, and he made it. Yeah. And uh, the rest is history. He was the oldest player to score point in NCAA history, and, the, and at that wow. time was the oldest player to put on a uniform in NCAA history. So That is uh, amazing. Uh, and we've become friends. We we stayed stayed with it. We've yeah. become good friends. And, of course, you know, he was co-author of the book, The Life Coach. That's right. I mean, he must have had an incredible persistence, like you said, in dedication. Because I'm thinking, my dad's 61. If my dad stepped foot on a football field and tried to kick a field goal, <laughs> he'd pull every muscle in his leg. <laughs> he may break his leg. Even if I, I had mean, to go out insane. there and kick, I'd kick it and then start running backwards, afraid <laughs> somebody would hit me. I, <laughs> I can't imagine, you know. But uh, no, he did, and it's a good story, and and yeah. uh, uh, it's a fun story, and mm -hmm. you know he's now and he's got his jersey at the uh, College Hall of Fame in Atlanta, and wow. and uh, on display, and so it, it's a neat story. That is for sure. And then, coach, the two of you then went on to develop this unshakable friendship that you're talking about. And the two of you were able to write a book together titled The Life Coach that you just mentioned, which are small town lessons on faith, family, and football. Three of my favorite things. Coach, I hear a story like that and it just, it brings chills, right? Because it's so incredible to see how God uses individuals, people that you would never expect to be placed in your life in such a moment as this. Like you said, when Tom came out on the field, it's like, what is he doing here? But to see how he has worked in and through this relationship and progress it in your life. It's an amazing story to really hear, like you said, an incredible testimony. But Coach Gage, just as we're coming to a close here, one of our final questions I wanted to ask is we've talked about sports is such a blessing and it's a vessel in one's life, but sports are a horrible God. You cannot place your identity in something like this. And unfortunately, so many young athletes, they place their identity in a sport or in performance, right? They want to perform. They want to make other people happy. But coach, to close this out, how have you been able to just consistently grow in your own personal faith in Christ, as well as help so many countless individuals along their journey just understand that their identity can only be found 
through Jesus Christ? Well, I, first of all, he's been my guiding force. And as I, I said earlier, he was a stabilizer in my life. But uh, you look at the, the ups and downs and the adversities we've been through from my dad, uh, from losing a daughter at 28 years old to yeah. overcoming a heart attack, quadruple bypass surgery, and, yeah. and, and just the, the ins and outs and ups and downs of coaching. You know, that's a, a, a whole lesson in itself, dealing with that. Uh, I just can't imagine going back and doing those things and having to go through those things by myself w- mm-hmm. without that guiding force. And, and I hope that uh, I've been visible enough uh, about it and, and vocal enough about it and in a leadership role that, that, you know, the kids have learned, you know, that, that there is a, a greater force out there. You know, something that, that a lot of teams don't do anymore. We prayed before and after every game every yeah. game and we didn't force kids you know uh, to do that if they didn't want to but but I, I can't ever remember a kid stepping out of the huddle and not mm. uh and we talked a lot about family and, and and the importance of god in your family and mm. you know go home say your prayers tonight or go home and hug your mom or hug your dad and and uh you know before a big holiday i'd always talk to him about you know sitting down and, and really Look at the things that you're really thankful for, just the mm-hmm. blessings that you don't realize you have day in and day out. Yeah. And I think you just got to keep pointing those type of things out and 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 provide it. You know, mm-hmm. provide it for them. You you can't uh, shove it. You know, uh, down their throat because they'll they'll. But but I think the way you present it, the way you present yourself, the belief you have uh, is really a a lesson in itself. And yeah. and so uh, that's that's. The way I've done it, and we, you know, we've always provided fellowships, Christian athletes, uh, coaches mm-hmm. outreach, anything else that that might, you know, uh, help involve a, a kid or get them involved in something. Young Life, uh, my kids were really involved in the Young Life programs growing up, and mm-hmm. uh, so y- you got to provide them opportunities, uh, and just like you provide opportunities, y- you've got to present the the guiding force of it all, and and, and I think. That, that's something that that our society's gotten away from a little bit and uh yeah. i think coaching is a ministry in itself and it's just the way you you handle things i i, I can't give you a specific it's just it's a culmination of a lot of things mm-hmm. and uh, uh i know i've had i've got over the last count 55 kids or so that played for me at one time or another yeah. that are in the coaching teaching profession wow. and uh uh, I look back on on my career and and I, I know what athletics did for me as a young boy and mm-hmm. I hope that's the reasons they chose to got, get into it. I don't take credit for it, yeah. but at the same time, I hope we provided the lessons and the atmosphere they needed to to get them, you know, uh, help them find their journey into that profession. Mm-hmm. Uh, because and I still have a lot of kids that'll call and uh, I had one uh, text me, say, Coach, Happy Father's Day. Just want to tell you how much mm-hmm. I love and appreciate you." That's what it's all about. That's what it's all that, about. That's absolutely what it's all about. Amen, Coach. Well, Coach, that is obviously a testament to you and the man that you are. And like you said, the men that came before you, that got you into the coaching profession, and now you were able to continue to be a vessel for the Lord in those guys' lives, just to point them to him first and foremost, but also just to give them that passion for sports and to help them understand who they are because of whose they are. So, Coach, Thank you so much uh, just for joining us for your time and, like I said, for the investment that you've made in so many individuals' lives. I appreciate it so much. Uh, I've been blessed in so many ways and uh, really, really enjoy being here with you today. God bless you, Coach. Thank you. 
Man, everybody, I hope you guys loved just such a powerful interview and testimony with Coach Ronnie Gage about what it means to have gone through the valleys of life, to have gone through a lot of hardship and a lot of really struggle and challenge and tough experiences, but then to see how he was able to press into relationships and really have that influence and the power of a coach in his own life that then fostered this fire to then ignite this passion to be a coach within his own rights and within his own journey and path. And it's amazing to me to see that what one coach did for him, it really felt like it birthed a calling in his own life to go and do the same. Man, Coach Ronnie Gage has had so much influence, so much impact in the lives of young athletes. Coach, I just want to personally thank you from me to you. Thank you for all that you've done for tons across the nation and across the world. Coach, we love you. We appreciate you. And guys, as always, thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time on the Built Different Podcast. Hi there. This is Jessica from the Built Different Podcast team. As a reminder, you can listen to this show on your favorite podcasting platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Whatever platform you choose, please remember to subscribe to the Built Different Podcast with Zach Clinton.